Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to this uh, Tuesday, the January 9th. I hope you're doing well as we head into this uh, second week of January. Finally, maybe a few reports will start to come out this week, towards the end of the week anyway. Hey, before we get to talk to Dave here in just a few seconds, let's not forget that uh, in this world we live in, there are so many things that you and I, we have no control over. But you can control the amount of risk you have in your portfolio. And that's exactly why I developed the core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Schedule your core retirement analysis. Hey, with that, we've got Dave coming up next. Hi, morning, Dave. We're at 840 here, 20 before 9. It's time to check in on your money and find out what Wall Street's doing with us, to us, and for us. And, well, as of yesterday, they started doing something for us today. Let's get downtown to Statler Financial Services' very own Philip Statler, who's on the line this morning. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. Uh, glad to be back in uh, in Florida, where it's a little warmer than what it was in Indiana at uh, some 28 degrees when I left uh, yesterday morning. So, what are uh, you? What? Uh, okay, I told everybody it was continuing. Ed, what were you doing up in Indiana? Oh no, no, no! It was my granddaughter's uh, fourth birthday, so we went up to uh, to celebrate. We didn't get to see him at Christmas time, so we went up uh, for her birthday and uh, spent a couple days with them. And uh, well, in that's Indiana. even better than continuing education. Yeah, no, much better than continuing education, for sure. <laughs> Glad to have you back. Setting the table for the morning. Yesterday morning when we were doing the futures, the Dow was well into negative territory, and the other two indexes were green. Ended up the day green, but the Dow was only up by a little over a half a percent, up 217 points, which you can't sneeze at. S&P, though, was up by almost a percent and a half, up 66. And NASDAQ, it was party time, up over 2 percent, up darn near 320 points. And I'm betting it's still the same tame of the tail of the tape I was saying yesterday morning when the Dow was negative. Those price-weighted indexes, boy, boy, really weighed the blue chips down yesterday, didn't they? Oh, yeah, it definitely did with all the, you know, the bad news coming out over some of the airplane issues, uh, definitely dragging uh, Boeing down. And then and then you also had then on the flip side, right, for the NASDAQ, you, you had things like um, NVIDIA that got kind of an upgrade and had a good day yesterday. And so, that uh, that helped out the the Nasdaq uh, index as well. Oh yeah, Nvidia was up six percent, and that was after they uh, kind of announced that they were planning to begin mass production of an AI chip, which really got the tech buyers excited, and they traded Nvidia up by six percent. Boeing, on the other hand. And it doesn't look a whole lot better this morning for Boeing after a report came out overnight last night that somebody thinks it looks like somebody forgot to put a bolt in those door patches on the 737s. And, oh, Lord, I mean, that, that manufacturer just has had one piece of bad news after another lately, haven't they? Yeah, they really have. It seems to, like, rolls on and off like a roller coaster the last couple of years. Oh, good gosh, yes. Yeah, they were down 8% yesterday, and on a price-weighted index like the Dow, that can really make a big difference. I mean, like I said, everybody else is up percent, percent and a half, 2%. Dow basically got a half a percent increase yesterday, and I wonder what the Dow 29 without Boeing would have done percentage-wise <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> 
probably would have been a party time since we've seen a little bit of a flight to quality of late over the indexes uh, while things were getting a little bit hinky. By the way, I just saw a new index, uh, a new tidbit come across my news ticker. I didn't realize it was coming out this morning. Uh, the trade deficit actually dropped last month by a little bit, by 2%, down to $63.2 billion. I mean, we still got a bad trade deficit, but a 2% drop is good news for domestic uh, business, isn't it? It really is. You know, that's um, anytime we can start to get that trade deficit more in line is uh, is, is going to be a good thing for us here in the United States. Uh, the other thing you've got is you've got um, um, I'm trying to remember which one it was. One of the Fed presidents uh, came mm -hmm. out and kind of changed her mood a little bit. Um, doesn't believe it's time for a rate cut, but uh, but thinks we're probably done um, increasing interest rates. Well, that's good. Was it drugs or was it the change of the uh, of the composition of the Open Market Committee? Because some new members of the Open Market Committee start out as of this month's meeting. And the rating I got yesterday out of a few of my pundits anyway is that the balance of the interest rate setting committee is going to be a little bit more dovish in the year ahead. That kind of got the market optimistic yesterday. Not sure. It was Michelle Bowman. I, I don't know if she's new or if she's been on. Um, I think she's been on. We've quoted her yeah. before as a member of the committee. So, yeah, yeah. But, okay, having a hawk changing her mind and seeing more new members on the dovish side, we'll call that good news that we're not likely to get kneecapped when we don't need it anyway. Uh, talking about the uh, expectations, I found my monthly chart of what all the big brokerage firms are saying that the uh, market's going to do this year. If you want to follow these guys, good luck, because everybody from uh, – J.P. Morgan on the cynical side to Oppenheimer on the optimistic side. One of them predicts 4,200 at the end of the year for the uh, Standard & Poor's 500. I should note that it's at 4,673 this or 4,763 this morning. On the high end of the estimates, Oppenheimer figures we're going to end up at 5,200. So it's going to either be a banner year or a disaster year. Plan your investments accordingly, <laughs> people. Right? That's right. You know. Which one? Flip a coin. We'll see. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen it go from utter disaster to absolute banner year at the beginning of any year. At the very least, people generally disagree on the, the depths of the heights of the optimism. But uh, this one, we're saying, boy, it could go anywhere from a 20% drop to a 20% rise all in the year, and still nobody knows. And like I've been harping on all along, even at the kind of nosebleed territory the indexes are at, our dollar's worth, I think the number I had was 17.9% less than it was a couple, three years ago. So there's a top end available on the trading range, and we need to get the profits up to support it, right? Well, that, that's right. That's, we definitely need profits to increase. Um, and, and the issue is going to be, can can they do it? Because if you look at you know, what the profits really were last year, they beat analyst expectations, but they weren't year-over-year -year gains in a lot of cases. It, it, yes, and then that's the thing you and I have been harping on for some time, that, yeah, we're, we're beating crappy expectations. The absolute raw profit numbers on the companies that we're trading stocks in have either been flat or down for the most part, and that d doesn't support the kind of stock prices that we've got. So hence the reason that the brokerage firms are looking at it, and the ones that are looking at it with the scant eye that I have better not optimistic, the ones that are saying, oh, heck, we can stand a 28 profit uh, price earnings rate. Show, they're saying it could go up. I'd just rather see the raw profits go up and have the conservative ones be wrong, wouldn't you? Uh, absolutely would. You know, we'd like to see the profits increasing for sure.
Absolutely. It's a relatively quiet start to the week, but party time begins at the end of the week. On Friday, we're going to have a boatload of financial companies coming in with uh, with their earnings as the big banks kind of kick off earnings season per se. Have you read anything about expectations for this earnings season? I have not seen any uh, anybody willing to raise their hand to give any expectations yet, Dave. Um you know, we, you're right. We have the banks coming out on Friday, but the other thing we have coming out on Thursday now is we have obviously the jobless stuff, but we also have CPI um, coming out. The uh, consumer price index comes out on Thursday. Mm-hmm. The producer price index comes out on Friday, and those could both be uh, market movers. They could very well be. With the Fed meeting coming up on the 30th of the month, two weeks beforehand, it could put the uh, could put the market in either very good humor or really foul humor, depending upon how it comes up. Well, that, that's right. And uh, who knows? <laughs> Good way to put it down the line. Uh, Notice oil's recovering just a little bit, resetting the table this morning. Yesterday was a decided up day with the more adventurous tech stocks up big time. Blue chips held their own and gained by a little bit. Thank you very much, Boeing. Uh, 45 minutes before we open this morning, what are we looking at? Dave, I see a lot of red ink on the index side of things. As a matter of fact, we've got the Dow 30 down almost a half a percent this morning. The S&P 500 is down actually a little bit le- a little bit more than a half a percent. Um, the NASDAQ 100 is a big, big decliner this morning, down eight-tenths of a percent with the Russell 2000 down one and a quarter. So uh, everything's solid red this morning before we start trading at 930. On the other side of the coin, we got silver up just a tad at a quarter of a point. Uh, we've got the gold up a half a percent, and then crude oil is making a huge jump this morning after yesterday's close, up 2.3% to $72.38 a barrel. Yeah, it's still lower than it was for a little while, but I liked it yesterday when it was down around 71. That was a much more pleasant number, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it sure was. Absolutely. Looking at the overseas markets at the close, the Asian rim was mostly up this morning at 6 a.m. when they closed up their markets, kind of following our optimism from yesterday, about a half a percent on average. Europe, on the other hand, is looking at our futures and going, wow, wow. Uh, they're mostly down about a half a percent on the overall European index halfway through their trading day. It's been an interesting time for the start of the year. Who knows what the uh, markets are going to look like at the end of it all. You don't want your retirement funds riding on equities only. How do I find you to get that risk out of my retirement portfolio? Absolutely, Dave. That's why we developed the core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of, making sure the risk lines up with where it should be based on their current circumstances. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. 95.3 and we'll have a few early indications on earnings season tomorrow about the same time here along with a look with what could happen tomorrow and what happened today same time here on light philip i'll see you then all right have a great day thank you sir it's 105.7 light fm and statler financial services philip statler hey folks again i want to thank you for joining us today i hope your day goes well join us again tomorrow same time same place until then have a great one